2: Welcome to the confederacy of dunks basketball podcast, podcast. i
0: am your host freddie revis and who sir are you me i'm the producer i'm matt duncan i'm here i'm having a good time freddie how are you doing
2: i'm doing pretty great uh you know, excited by people I know getting vaccinations. Oh and my stuff god! Like that.
0: Everybody's finding a vaccine, doing it the old Canadian way, where you know you just have to keep, you know, uh, hunting them down and letting your friends know where you can get one. That's how we do it here mm-hmm. in Canada. We don't uh, have oh, government. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Canadian heritage minute is really just uh, people tweeting at each other. I think. Yeah. <laughs> It really but, is, but uh, you know, some progress. Yeah. Uh, we, we had a really fun pod today. Uh, we got um uh, Alan Shane Lewis uh, and George Brooks, and we talk about um, a weird catfishing question I made up, mm. uh, the most entertaining raptor, uh, what teams uh, are being slept on, yeah, uh, and we kind of just have a look at this this Washington game coming up and yeah, and check in with how people are feeling at the you know the end of the season. I feel like I
0: bring up Bill Gates a lot.
2: So. You do. You do. Uh, <laughs> Bill Gates comes in quite a bit, uh, but uh, Flubber makes it in, so that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Matt, if people want to you know, help us, they want to find us, they want to share yep. our pods, spread yes. the word... Uh, make your, make us richer than Bill and Melinda combined. Oh my God. Uh, how, do do, how
0: can they do that? <laughs> um, well, if you are still rocking a Windows 95, I hope you are. You want to go to your uh, Netscape or uh, what was it called? Netscape the browser. Uh, it no was, idea. Uh, I think it was something like that. But you uh, you pop that on, you, you turn on the, the modem, the 56K modem, and you go to dunkspodcast.com. That is our website. That has all our links on it. And of course, we are on a network and they are called The Sonar Network. You can listen to us there as well as many new podcasts. Seems like they're getting new ones added all the time. And, you know, don't forget about that and more button, folks, when you're on that sonar side, because you click on that and you're still going to see some great gems that pop up on that front page. And and we've got our Patreon. We've got our Shopify on our link trees. You can find those on our Instagram and Twitter bios as well. And, uh, yeah, you know, just thanks for supporting Um, thank you. You know, I don't say this enough. Uh, I'm kind of off Facebook, but the, give me some Raptors news guys are, uh, you know, our quickest questions I think come from there primarily. And, uh, thank -hmm. you very much for the input. We really appreciate it. And it's a lot of fun. Totally. uh, Hilarious questions. And it's, it's good stuff. Really getting picked on about the space jam thing. I gotta, (laughs) yeah, you gotta watch space (laughs) jam. Um, Jam. Um,
2: I don't know what to say until you watch space jam. Oh, People shrink. won't let it go. Okay. Uh, and I'm also encouraging that. So uh, if you're <laughs> listening, please fire away some space jam questions for Matt. Uh, let's pressure him here. Okay. But um, Yeah. I think we're, we're, we're basically ready to to pop in and yeah. uh, start talking about the pod. So let me just say black lives matter. Uh, stop Asian hate, defund the police yep. and email your city counselors. Mm-hmm. And with that, I think let's get going here, Maddie. If you think we're good to go, please just give me those sweet words. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, let's get going here on our two very special guests. First, first guest up is uh, one of my favorite guests. He's on the podcast a bunch. He was in a dunk off with Sonny Weems and Demar Derozan. He cheated me in bump. Uh, he's on the Great Canadian Baking Show, which I I think I actually got the title right.
0: Even I if did. I didn't, yeah.
2: He's amazing Matt's like I think he did, did, did. Um, He's amazing He's hilarious We're very very excited To have him Give it up as loud as you can Even if you're at home alone For Alan Shane Lewis
3: And, and I, just, I just want to say There are no asterisks In Bump There are only winners And losers Wow All right? That's um, it That's it
2: I want to say, so petty of you for keeping that going, even though I bring it up every time. <laughs>
3: petty kick. I won't be All out petty. to the
2: aside, for anyone who wants to know, like the real, real, like T on that bump game. I hit a bunch of shots I normally don't hit, and then when Alan bumped my ball away, and I went to go get it. I was so tired that I could barely breathe. But when people were like, do it again, I was like, yeah, yeah, we better do it again. But a part of me was like, I need to sit down. Um,
3: I was was hoping on that. That That's what my game plan was. I was like, it worked worked well. Yeah. You know, the Uh, the late night scouting worked.
2: Wow. I can't believe I've been late night scouted. That feels good. Also creepy, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay. let's uh, let's bring on guest number two. Uh, She's amazing. Uh, She's hilarious. We know each other from our Toronto comedy days, uh, but we're hardcore Raptors fans. She's the biggest Stanimal fan, I do believe, in the world. Uh, And she was also at the Clippers Raptors game in person yesterday which is just mind-blowing for a lot of reasons uh and you got to check out the sports gambling podcast network where she does uh kind of gives you tips on uh, bets and uh, fun stuff like that so give it up as loud as you can even if you're at home alone for George Brooks Hancock
1: <laughs> I forgot this was my sound <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely like a forced slowdown type sound. I can't hit the beat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this is like <laughs> you're waiting for something in a video game. Yeah, this is exactly music. <laughs> <either. laughs>
1: Do you give it to second guess, or am I, is this just a sound I always get?
2: This is your specific sound. Oh,
1: my God.
2: <laughs> that's and beautiful. It's, roi- it's your specific royalty-free uh, you guys, chosen sound. You guys sound.
1: composed it for me, or?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that right, Matt? <laughs> yeah. So, Matty, good sir, please give me your most delicious, delicious Raptors sting.
0: Hashtag RTZ.
2: Uh, okay, let's just get right into, I think, what is a major event for this podcast, which is someone physically being at the game, which I don't believe has happened since March 2020. Um, George, I saw the picture. I saw the photo evidence. You're with a bunch of buds. Um, it's amazing to see. You were at the Clippers game wearing Raptors gear uh, at the Staples Center, I presume. Yep. Just like, yeah, I guess give me a taste of what it was like.
1: Well, it's probably the most exciting thing I've done in a year, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) for sure. There was a lot of rules and regulations, so it was kind of stressful. But like watching, because also we didn't get the best seats because like they're more money than normal and whatnot but the right. seats we ended up having were sick like we like i i also haven't been doing nba games in since like 2018 maybe like i didn't go it was the last one at staples yeah you went to? yeah like it was before Kawhi was on the team for sure oh wow okay um so the tobias harris clippers sorry <laughs> it was just like quite just like i forgot what it was like to like watch basketball in person so that was fun um um, um yeah alan alan or matt if you have any
2: questions i feel like this is okay for just a free-for-all period um i want to ask what was the sound like was it quiet was it weird
1: it wasn't quiet because they like you know, there, there was some crowd there pretty light in comparison to normal, but like they pumped in sound. Mm -hmm. So, cause there was so much booing when the Raptors had to do like a free throw that I was like, finally, I was like, that can't just be the people in (laughs) here. And my friend Norm was like, no, they're definitely pumping it in because there's a lot of Raptors fans there too, because it's LA and transplants and everything. So Mm -hmm. that's why I was like at least 25% of this like super diminished capacity is here for the Raptors. <laughs> so the booing doesn't make sense, but it was real loud, but it wasn't loud. Like a regular game. Like you could, you could really hear like a dribble. <laughs>
2: like, yeah. That's kind of what I mean was like the, the, cause it wasn't like just like all sorts of noise everywhere. It was kind of like isolated. I'm assuming. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You was it echoey? Yeah. 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 I didn't really think about that. It was really intimate. Like it felt like you were kind of watching your friends play more than <laughs> a normal mm-hmm. game. And like, you know, I kept yelling like, you know, for like Freddie Gillespie was having a run there and I was really cheering for him. Of course. And then Jalen Harris, what a game for Jalen Harris. Um, oh yeah.
2: Steph Curry over here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, so I was Hooting and hollering, but my friends told me they don't think that they could hear me.
3: No, well, they can hear you. They can, they hear, can hear, you. hear you. I hope yeah. so. Yeah, um, if LeBron can hear fans from the three hundred zones. Uh, anyone can hear anyone anywhere. That's that's my uh, <laughs> my, my 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 mantra. <laughs> Were you That's happy like that uh, life
1: mantra? <laughs>
3: yeah, pretty much just, you know, even when I'm just out and about in the grocery store, I'm like, you know what? If LeBron can hear people from 300s, <laughs> I can get this eggplant. So let's do it. Hey, you know <laughs> what? Love veggies, baby. LeBron's like, <laughs> like
2: he is like extra perceptive. So I, I really do believe that he's that that type of guy who wasn't there a play one time where someone's like, what happened on this play in the third quarter? And he's like, let me just recount 10 minutes straight for you and everyone's like please calm down dr manhattan
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was a there's a moment like that where he kind of just like kind of rain an entire sequence of nba plays and i don't know he watches like what four games a night or something like that like it's it's crazy his kind of way of uh his superpower when it comes to basketball is also keeping his body healthy but also like a cerebral kind of way of looking mm-hmm. at it like you know That's the Um,
1: thing about watching basketball, like I've just real and I know that you guys already know this, but it's it kind of blows my mind how smart these players are. Like, I think people who don't watch sports are really just like dumb athletes. I'm like, they are geniuses. (laughs) Like Kyle Lowry is a genius. 100%. and it's really it's really cool to see. That. That's why when people are like, "Why don't they just dunk it?" It's like I think a
2: million different reasons that are gonna bore you. But
3: here <laughs> I <know>. go. <laughs> yeah, for not thinking these players are like they're using physics on the ball for spin, English, all that type of stuff. They're uh, calculating how fast they are going and how soft they have to put the ball in the glass every single time. Like all of that takes like your brain to calculate crazy amounts of information and data within like 0.5 of a second. Like they are geniuses. Like that's, it's, that's crazy why people don't, or when people think like, oh, athletes are just like, whatever. I'm like, no, that your brain still makes you move things. Like you have to, to, to do these things on the fly. Like that's the smart person. That's a smart person doing that stuff right there.
1: It, and you're playing, especially in like a, national league or something like you're playing against other geniuses
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, seriously
2: and then also like scouting you know coaches iq so it's like it's like uh, adaptive as well um okay you know what let's get to let's get to some raptors questions but i I did want to just kind of like peek behind the curtain and i feel like i'm the only one that asks questions and matt i'm sorry all my questions were audio-based questions so i feel like i took away your
0: yeah, well, look, mine was going to be audio based too. I just wanted to know if you could hear Steve Ballmer <laughs> at all. Durant. Okay, that's valid. Could you hear Steve Ballmer? Because he's real. Popper. He's all amped up right now. His buddy's single again, and he's you know they're gonna hit the clubs. His Buddy's
2: single. We got a Bill and Melinda joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna
0: <pick> Well, you couldn't hear Steve.
2: George, no. it's, a, it's a joke question, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's start. Let's uh, go to you, uh, Alan first. Um, and last week I asked on the pod uh, with, uh, with Ryan and Anthony, if they thought, this kind of road trip was a potential nail in the coffin. Uh, we kind of all aired on the side of like potentially probably. Um, and it does seem like perhaps at least there's been three nails in the coffin. Um, nurse was asked about the wizard game and called it like, you know, the last chance saloon. Cause I think it is big that if we do beat the wizards, we gain a full game on them and we'll still have the tiebreaker, etc. cetera. Um, but, you know, it's like we're in run the table territory and also needing the Pacers or Wizards to more or less lose the table. Um, yeah. So just I want to ask like where you're at at this point
3: in the season seven games ago. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. It's hard as a Raptors mm-hmm. fan when you want to cheer on your team and watch them win games. And you know that. It's more beneficial for them to lose these games because, you know, down the line, there's going to be more success when it comes to it. like, I feel like the Raptors haven't drafted in the lottery in a very long time. Uh, I want to say Joey Graham, but I know that's not true. Uh, but the amount of stuff we can do with players who are like second round, late first round draft picks. So I'm excited for that. So it is it is hard for as, as a Raptor fan who wants to see the, this team succeed. Yeah. And whatnot not? And yeah, it's it's it's, it's such a difficult position to be within. like, to be honest, I've been kind of tuned out of the NBA for like two weeks or so. I got back in it this week and it's been a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, especially now with everything that's going kind of going on and kind of seeing all this, it's like it's hard to turn on a rapper game and cheer for a team that, you know, like, no, but I want you to lose. You know, it, it, it's like last night I found myself just watching it going like this is actually way more beneficial for for the Raptors and also uh, the Lakers, I want them to go a little higher because I want Daddy LeBron to get another ring. So I don't want him to be yeah. in that seven spot. So it was like this weird era. I was like, yes, no, no, yes, like back and forth. So it, it, it's it's strange. It's a strange feeling in position to be put in, I feel.
2: Yes, no, no, yes is a really good, like just descriptor of the Raptors season for the average fan, I think, because, you know, it, it's a good point. And as someone who... You know, I I guess I'm still not on, not all the way on the side of like caring too much about when we draft. Um, But also, I think, you know, you get talent through the draft. That's one way that you do it. And when you see that a your team, which still has talent, is kind of like in this bleak scenario, it does feel. Yeah, even though against the Clippers, it's like we're playing so well, but then it's kind of like, you know, Kyle's not playing, Trent's not playing, OG's not playing, and there's just this weird vibe to it. And like even when we beat the Lakers, it kind of felt like jokes on you guys. We got hot, but we don't really care that we won this game, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. so it's just a, it's a weird vibe. Um, yeah, uh, where, where are you at, George? You know, we're not mathematically eliminated. Uh, it's it's definitely a. Um, journey to this idea of us getting the 10th seed. Um, and, and like Alan said, you know, it makes sense to be kind of looking at the draft. So yeah. Where are you at as a fan with these last seven games?
1: Um, I don't think we're going to get, make the play in tournament. I'm also like not, I'm like almost the opposite of Alan, but it's weirdly exactly the same. I don't really care if we make the play-in or not, because right. I think draft I I would kind of prefer not to make the plan because like we do have, we just, we had to sit through this season and it would be kind of nice to get something out of it mm-hmm. instead of just like giving the nets a run for their money in the first round or something. Um, right. But I think that like the, the nice thing about this season compared to the other teams who, so like the wizards, the bulls, it's like Wizards, Bulls, Raptors kind of mm-hmm. maybe Pacers even in that group trying to like- Yeah,
2: Pacers are for- like, hey, we're we're starting to lose. Keep your eye on us. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> also yeah. a little bit of a coach
2: mutiny happening. No worries. Oh, I made it.
1: It sucks, right? Yeah. Uh, that makes me hate. That makes me hate them because of Nate. Okay. Anyways, yep. so I think the Wizards are going to make it above the Raptors into the play-in tournament. But if we make it into the play-in tournament, that would be fun. But if we don't, then we get a great draft pick, and it doesn't really matter. And unlike the like the Wizards are playing really well and they're real hot, but they I don't feel like they have a ton of like exciting things that to look forward to in the future, <laughs> like on the team itself. And the same with the Bulls. Whereas the Raptors, like we're not doing well this year, but like there's so much promise for the future, even without a draft pick, like. I know Malachi hasn't played well the last two games, but hey, reigning rookie of the month in the East, baby. <laughs> like, hey. Jalen wow. Harris last night I a, a. I like looked at the like the box score and I was like smooth. Yeah, I was like right now Jalen Harris like to open the second to open the second half. I think like their lineup they had on. I was like Jalen Harris has the most points than everyone on the floor right now. <laughs> like <laughs> he had eight and like no one, no one else had quite that. So. I, I mean, I would like to see them get a high pick. I think that would be fun for us. But if we don't, we don't. And we have fun. it's not a big deal.
2: Yeah, I think I think those are both, you know, like super fair takes. I'm I'm somewhere in the middle of like all of that. Like, I don't care. I, I feel like the way this season finishes, I don't care too much either way if that makes sense. Um, Obviously I would like some miracle to happen, but I think we're in miracle territory. So that doesn't seem very rational. Um, And as far as the pick, I don't think it's going to jump too much higher uh, if we lose out. Like, I think it's kind of seems like it's in that seven to 12 range. So I feel like it's going to be higher than yeah. Joey Graham comes to mind, Alan, I think, Purdle is the other person. Yeah. I think it was like eighth or ninth. Um,
3: So yeah, we're going to get a talented player for sure. Mm. Um, Okay. Let's uh, sorry. You got some out. No, I'm just saying, yeah, we have just been like competently drafting for the past couple of years. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this one because I'm like, Oh wow. A competent hands on the wheel when it comes to a player that might be like eight to 14 or something like that. So I'm like, okay, that, that seems really excitable. And I got to like mentally uh, decouple my brain uh, or divorce my brain from the idea of like a Raptors win is me being happy. And a Raptors loss is me being sad. I just need to be like, Oh, this is 2010 or 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, just take it. Just enjoy the basketball. Just enjoy the basketball. Enjoy watching your favorite players play. And that, yeah, that's, the, that's where I got to go with. The cognitive dissonance is tough mm-hmm. because yeah.
2: And it's also like weird with the, with them being in Tampa too. There's this whole other, yeah. like uh, other othering kind of vibe happening. Um yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see for sure what, what we can do with a higher pick we've had in, than we've had in a really long time, especially with the success and the development of all these like, later round picks. Um, I think
1: the draft for next year, though, is like really, really hot in the top, and then it kind of levels off pretty quick, unlike this year where it was like it, everyone's kind of like you, you get a pick that's third, you get a pick that's 15th, that's so it's going to be about the same. Mm-hmm. I think next year is different but I'm not 100% yeah. sure.
2: My only I mean we'll we'll do definitely do tons of draft stuff, but my only kind of like I think draft caveat is that every year the draft has this like specific type of narrative like this draft is like this and I never find that to be like accurate or true. Like and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that this won't be like okay, there's a big drop off after 5, but you know, I yeah, it's just like when I was a hardcore draft dude when the Raptors were so bad, there was just endless <laughs> amounts of like, okay, after seven, that's when the cutoff happens. And then it's like Giannis gets drafted at 12
1: or like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. That's a good point. I, I've never just, been too involved in the draft.
2: Well, you know what? college. It also changes because I think teams have scouted better. So, like maybe my whole draft take uh, is, or like my draft feelings are just like this weird. Like I've, I've secretly become like a Laker person <laughs> that doesn't involve myself in the draft, and like I'm, over, you know, I'm I'm discounting it too much. Um, Try to keep an open mind, you know. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Uh, okay, Alan, let, let's go to you uh, on on this light question. Uh, you know, seeing Surge made me think about it. Who's the most
3: entertaining Raptor right now? Um, I think uh, going with my heart, I got to say Fred. I think just watching him blossom and become the absolute star that he, you know, who he is, is great. Um, But as a Raptor fan, I think like, you know, everything kind of changes when you change like your perspective of things. I think seeing Ken Birch um, We were just talking about earlier, just seeing his his, like his, his growth and his stature, his is his hungriness for rebounds, hunting it down, being mm-hmm. able to find out like he, he recognizes bounces. I love that. It's that's it's a skill that no one really talks about. When you see a ball coming from, a, from one direction, you kind of get a sense with the velocity of it, where it's going to land up. And he kind of like judges it and goes to it. And he's hungry and he fights for these things. And I truly think that if we had this guy earlier in the season and we didn't have Aaron Baines on our team, I feel like, you know, we would be third place. I say but you always said you loved Banes. Uh, did I say that? I think I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> I you know Banes is the first Raptor that I just like personally tore uh tore a new because like, I oh, just, I remember. That, that was from just, day one. Everyone is like, just, wow.
2: just Banes guy. He might be all right. And you're like, you guys need to shut up.
3: And we we're <laughs> wow. like, whoa, easy. Alan. And he's like, I'm coming. I'm gonna shut you guys up. I'm like, whoa, it's, it's, just, it's only because I've seen him play everywhere else and I hated him. So I was just like, oh no, he's on our team. You were very and I, right. And I yeah, kept you my were mouth very shot. right. I, I, here's the thing I didn't want, I didn't want to just because I didn't. Here's the thing our voices echo and these players hear this stuff and they want right, to yep. play and respond to it. Like Terrence Ross. Patrick Patterson, they all heard our fans talk shit about them. And, you know, it, it's not good. It's not a good scene. But Aaron Baines, oh, I'm going to make a special occasion for that, dude. He just, I don't know, just That's taking happening. the wrong shots. He just ruins, like, um, the chemistry of certain things. He doesn't, I don't know. I just, just, I have a whole thing about him. But Cam Burch, le- uh, leaps and bounds, way better of a player, a hungry young player. And I'm excited to have a Canadian a Canuck on the team, you know. And uh, I, I once again, yeah, I truly think if we had him earlier in the season, third place. Uh, I truly believe first place, but I'm not going to say that. But third place, I will debate anybody with and say that's where we would be.
2: I love it. I love, a, I love the idea of what you would say and what you would debate because I have that too. <laughs> I'll say all sorts of shit, and then someone's like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, well, let me back that off." Um, okay, George. Yeah, what? Uh, who's the most entertaining player for you?
1: Well, I took entertaining in a totally different way. I took it like. Off, off court entertaining. So I have to. Okay, Um, I think Gary Trent Jr. (laughs) might be because he's that's a great pretty. Yeah, And, and I think. It's a bit of a knot. like he's new and he he like just jumped on with the Raptors. So he's like, he is almost too much in terms of his like excitement for being on the team. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, do you think the other guys actually are like, you're kind of a loser. But um,
2: he he, Gary, Gary Trent. Oh, I was trying to make a fucking joke. <laughs> I was going to say Gary Trent Keener, and then I realized it wasn't very funny. Sorry.
1: Um, yeah, but he is a bit of a Keener, but I like it. I think the fans like that, and he brings a certain element. Like, he's all, he always makes the, like, fit Instagram accounts. Yeah. Um, a NBA, you know what I'm saying. I know, <laughs> so, I know what you're talking about. Um, so him and the other person, and I'm I'm worried that this is just because they're all new, but like I think another super entertaining person is Freddie Gillespie. Ooh.
2: I think then, Freddie is well, because he, he's interesting to me in the way that, like, you know, almost like opposite of like Ken Burch is like. I know what I can do. I finally have this opportunity to prove it. Like, you know, he even referenced being micromanaged by the magic, which Mm -hmm. you can totally see, right? He's he's so ready to expand and do more things. You know, he is particular where it's kind of like, but it's like every game, Birch is like, oh, I can hit like a, like a uh, if you give me like a drop shot, like from six feet, if you reliably give me that, I'll can them. And it's like, that's awesome. It's like, he seems like he can add a bunch of that. Whereas Freddie is almost like, hard to tell if it's like are you gonna like be like i don't know like amazing actually or or, <laughs> yeah. or are you kind of just gonna round into like a pretty okay
1: player and i think he's, it's like yeah he's got so much like want to do amazing and like he works so hard and but he's really like rough like uh he needs yeah, he a like he's lot gonna of hurt yeah, he's but he was very good last time, but also like in interviews, that guy is so funny and charming. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a surge thing. Like this year we didn't really have that person who could talk to the media. Like I mean, Fred could talk to the media, but he was never like he's kind of serious. Yeah, it yeah, was right. nice to get um a Freddie Gillespie <laughs> who's totally uh, like just jokes.
2: <laughs> yeah, nice. having some jokers. Um who do you think My, the funniest Raptor is? OG? Funniest Raptor? I'm going to say OG, and you're going to hate this, one. I think Aaron Baines is pretty funny. Um,
3: <laughs> if he was running that account, that would be the funniest thing. That Okay, that, imagine, that, imagine if he that, was
2: running that account. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my choice for this, by the way, is Boucher. I just think when mm-hmm. Boucher is like cooking, everyone's like, it's such a, like a circus. People are like, what is that three? Like how's this guy blocking everything? And also like the fact that he blocks people's threes is like, yeah. what? you're not supposed to do that. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, last, last Raptors question, Matt, uh, I want to bring you in. Uh, I know I'm throwing you in the fire here. Uh, cause I, I don't know if I, if you had any time to plan this, but I'll go to you last. <laughs> um, I have not. Hop in I have Cause not. I know you want to, you'll want to oh answer this. God, uh, Let's go the to George first. And uh, I've been watching a little bit of The Circle Season 2. Explain it and, for us, for those who don't know what it is. Oh, God. Um, I probably... <laughs> uh, this The whole question is going to fall apart. If I have to, have to explain <laughs> The Circle. But let me just try and say that it's a reality TV show where no one sees each other and they only communicate via text. Okay. So... If that's, but Matt, if you're wondering, just quickly Google a synopsis. Well, because like, (laughs) it's going to be better than what I just said but there's catfishing involved. So they're like, yes, like you could pretend to be me or oh, okay. uh, in the new season, there's someone who pretends to be Lance Bass.
1: <laughs> Wait, I haven't gotten that far.
2: Oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> um, the, uh, honestly, I was just making up an idea. Someone pretends to be Dumbledore. Okay. If you don't even really know. Um, oh, wow. So what I just said, George isn't true. Okay. You know what? Well, way there, well, way too much description of a circle. <laughs> way too much description of the circle. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, in the premise of catfishing, uh, George, who would be the best like Raptors catfisher? And uh, who would they be pretending to be?
1: Shit. OK, sorry. I didn't read the questions ahead of time. Um... <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> OK, so. Uh,
2: OK, well, I'll I... give you a sec then. Alan, did, did you Thank read you. this question?
1: Yeah. OK, the, George,
2: I'll give you some brainstorming time.
3: Yeah, okay, I, I, I got I, my answers. Sorry. Yeah, I got I got Gary Trent Jr. For okay. the same reasons that George said earlier. Uh, I think he came in here. He knew exactly what we wanted. He did all the things. He said all the right things. He pushed all the right buttons. He knows exactly what what's up. So I think if he was on the circle, he would do the same thing. He would be s- starting all these chats up. He would be setting up alliances. He would be shit talking the right people and he would win his way to the top. Uh, he, I think Gary Trent Jr. Uh, has his finger on the pulse. And, uh, you know what? It's doctor time. And I don't know what that means, but, uh, I feel like yeah. as I say this sentence, I want it to finish well. And
1: I think I have. Thank you. Totally, Not good one. <laughs> <laughs> And also um, I'm going to start saying it's doctor time. <laughs> it's doctor time. Totally. It's doctor time. <laughs> it's like okay.
2: Uh, a- to buy you guys a bit, <laughs> even a bit more time, yeah, I can stuff, bust let's mine out. Unless oh, George, you want to go? I'm ready. Okay. Hit me up.
1: Okay. Just in case I don't want you to s- steal mine that I just came up with. Um, <laughs> I think uh, it would be OG. He okay. would be, and he would be really good at catfishing as Serge Jabba. Oh yeah.
0: wow! That crossed okay. my mind too. I
2: like that a lot.
0: He
1: did
2: yeah. I
0: steal yours, Maddie? Uh, no, but I mean that's a oh. good one. If we're thinking alike, because I was like maybe I thought they would be connected for sure. So yeah, yeah, good. he would be pretending
1: to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I like that. The, the profile picture would just be a scarf. Like <laughs> who? <laughs> Who's
3: that? Is that OG? Serge, I can't tell.
2: And it would just be like, I do art. I like it. Oh, that's something Serge would say. Um, (laughs) Mine is... Oh, wait, sorry. Am I interrupting? No. Okay. Mine is... uh, You know, I had to go with the... Like, who I think is the most, like, wise person on the team. So I'm going with Kyle Lowry. Oh. And it's like a fully invested catfish uh, for owner of the team, Larry Tenenbaum. So like he's studied Larry Tenenbaum. He knows all of the different things he owns and he has a good profile picture of Larry, like hugging like Raptors. And, but also he knows a lot about basketball. So I feel like Kyle would do one of those things where he gets to play into his own knowledge, but also he's like, he knows Larry and you know, Larry's like super rich. So he, he knows what rich people do. That's a good uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, um, Matt, what's up? Who's your, who's your catfishing person?
0: (laughs) Um, okay. Like, I don't know why, but I think it's because his personality is still a little elusive to us. He's a, because he's a rookie, I'm going with Malachi Flynn. Okay. And, uh, (laughs) I think I almost went Flynn. I just, uh, (laughs) I think that, you know, to stay with what's going on right now, I think he could catfish someone as Bill Gates oh and like i, like I think there's cool. i think that they just the way that he's playing he's got he's just like showing a lot of little surprises here and there mm-hmm. and i think that he could really commit to it and you know uh surprise us you know i like it yeah, yeah just a little yeah, you know it. a little microsoft here a little yeah. monsanto there <laughs> Just a little inside scoop on like Balmer, you know, like from the old days, oh. Windows 95, etc. I love it. you. That's three. Like you're trying to get to Bill Gates and Balmer.
2: Like, uh,
0: it's on the brain. I, keep, <laughs> I just uh, like, I'll you know, I keep seeing a hundred memes of like them when Windows 95 got released and they're all like dancing to start me up on the stage. Whoa. Have you seen it? And they're like, like oh, it's good. Yeah. But getting back I, at the club. I just know for your birthday for anyone who's listening um Steve Ballmer cameo Matt a Melinda Bates cameo. <laughs> Melinda um, Gates yeah is it Belinda or Melinda? <laughs> I think it's Melinda Oh I, I don't know Melinda Melinda Bates Melinda Yeah, yeah. It sounded but like you said, said Belinda <laughs> You
2: know what? we're just scatting on on, on Melinda Gates name at this point, which is totally fine. Um, But uh, we should move on. uh, And uh, let's pause for a sec uh, while we go to uh, some NBA stuff. And I think that's what Matt wanted. Okay, Maddie. (laughs) Okay, Maddie, please, good sir. Give me your most, I keep saying the word delicious, but like, you know, it works. Delicious NBA Sting. National Basketball Association. Now, sometimes it's in there. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to uh, Alan first here. Um... And uh, th- I, I guess, yeah, take this question whichever way you want, because it doesn't have to be like they're going to storm everybody in the playoffs. It can be like a bad team that people are too down on or whatever. Um, yeah, just w- what team is everybody
3: slipping on? Ooh, I, got, I, got, I got two. I got two. Okay. Um, I think on one part, uh, the Jazz. I think the Utah Jazz are playing excellent basketball looks like Spurs, looks like, you know, English Premier League soccer. The ball has the only agenda the ball has is going in the rim. It has nobody, totally. you know, nobody. It's not about like individual stats. It's about a team game. And it's, it's a beautiful game to watch. And I think it just comes down to people just not watching the jazz. I think that's what mm-hmm. it comes down to. And they're not sexy. And LeBron said it best. You know, it's like nobody watches the jazz. It's true. Nobody does. Um, totally. but, um, but it's, it's, it's great basketball if you do, if you, if you ever get a chance to watch it. So I think that's something, but um, uh, another part of me wants to say the Memphis Grizzlies. I think with the return of Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, the confidence and uh, boost of John Moran, who recently said that he was a top five-point guard in the league. I love that. It's not true, but I love that about you. I love that you feel that way about yourself. That means you're ready to go. And if there was any indicator of what they can do and what they are going to do, uh, no, look no further than last season with that playing game when we saw him up against um, uh, Dame Dame Lillard. Uh, I think that was a, a, a beautiful battle. I think John Morant's ready for it. I think the Grizzlies are ready to make a statement. Uh, if they were in the Eastern Conference, they'd be like one of the top four teams. So good mm-hmm. on them for you know for uh, readjusting, getting everything done, and a, a beautiful second season. And I want to see JB go far too as well. You know, it's a great team. Hell yeah. Uh, I,
2: I love both of those answers so much. I wasn't really thinking about Memphis, but that like definitely lands. Um, I guess. Yeah. I wasn't really, I've, I've been, every time I look at the play in, I just keep looking at golden state, but yeah. yeah. Because, but um, that's a great, that's a great answer. Uh, George, who's your, who's your slept on team or team?
1: I think it's well, the, I I wasn't thinking the Grizzlies either, but I think that's a good one. I, um, the one, I'm picking is um the Hornets. I think they're a little slept on. Um because, that's a good one too. Thank you. Um <laughs> they <laughs> when they lost like Lamello and uh and um Gordon Hayward for a while and they just like it's I thought they were not gonna be doing well and they, they were able to like continue to play pretty good basketball without them and now Lamella's back, and I don't know if Gordon's back or what. But um, I think he's coming back. Yeah. And they were missing someone else too. I can't remember who. Um, but whatever. Well, I, I think they're yeah.
2: Oh no, I was going to say this might be like brand new, but I know that um, Bridges just got put in health and safety protocols. Hmm.
1: Oh really? Yeah, he is. Uh, he is out, and so is Cody Martin. But. De- um, Devontae graham's day-to-day too listen this have you guys fake like this season i because i have to like make bets every week about what teams i think are gonna win and stuff mm-hmm. and like it changes so quickly because of how many injuries there are and like oh, i'll say crazy. something about a team and then i'll look and i'll be like wait a second <laughs> what totally. you know like like i was really high on the spurs earlier and um I don't even know how they're doing anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah, a bunch of people have had like season-ending injuries, or just like you know, uh, health and safety protocol at like the worst times. Obviously, as Raptors yeah. fans, we know. But you know, even the Bulls, right? They made a big like push at the deadline, and Levine gets uh, COVID. It's like what? That's just like the, the the some teams have just been wildly unlucky this year.
1: Yeah
2: um which feels weird when it's the whole league so i think i know where you're coming from there but yeah charlotte i mean i, I think lamello has been the difference making type of rookie that can make a difference so yeah. uh, i mean i i'm you know don't want to foreshadow too much for our uh, the next question but like uh, i'm very excited to see him in the playoffs uh, my my underestimated team And I feel like this is me going all the way into, like, investing in something I've already been wrong in before. But I think people are underestimating the Milwaukee Bucks Mm. because of their poor playoff performances in the past. But I've also, like, I haven't learned any lessons is what I'm saying. Because when they... (laughs) When they went to play Miami last year, I'm like, Bucks, no worries. And then, like, even <laughs> after they started doing bad, I'm like, I'm pretty sure the Bucks are going to turn this around. And, like, yeah, they just didn't at all and got clowned pretty hard. But I think they're, they seem like that team that finally is kind of like battle tested enough that they're not going to stress out when things go poorly. And I think Drew Holiday is very different than
3: Bledsoe. Um, that's yeah. True. So that's what I have here. I have faith in the Bucks players. It's just Budenholzer. I just have no faith in that man. It's yeah, and
2: for me to have faith in him is like just seems like a bad idea. So,
1: yeah, like, uh, um, uh, sorry. No, ahead, no. You, I was just gonna say we're bringing up the Bucs, and I'm not trying to start a fight with Allen. But I think that the Utah Jazz this year are last year's Bucks, where they're, they're having a great season. But I th- I don't think they're going to go very far in the playoffs. That,
3: that's that been my kind of like uh, sentiment. I felt like prove it to me in the playoffs, prove it to me in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. like the, the ability to do next man rotation, even at, though Donovan Mitchell's been out and them to still kind of be competing these last couple of games, even though they've lost a couple. I'm like, OK, at this point in time, I feel like. Um, like what the Utah jazz fans are going through right now is a lot of how the Raptors fans were going through in 2019. I feel like it's this, this amazing team, great basketball that's being played every day, like every night. And the rest of the league is just completely just bird box to it. Like we just don't know mm. it exists. We're not really giving them the love and attention and the flowers they deserve. So that's why I'm switching my tune mid season. Cause I was hundred percent like that. I was like, prove it to me the player. Prove it to me the players. Cause like, I'm not a fan of Donovan Mitchell. He's great, but I I'm, I'm a Devin Booker guy. Um, So that's, that's, that's been my kind of like sentiment for, for all that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Like it would definitely take like a, a, a a good first round matchup for them to kind of put that statement on. And I think they could get, they could catch a team slipping. They could catch a team slipping, but also once again, untested.
2: Yeah. um, I think that's like the perfect transition because I want to talk about new people in the playoffs. Like, you know, we saw it with Siakam. Last year, it's like when you're the number one guy. How is the team going? You know how how is the team going to zero in on you? And yeah, this year it's you know we got Lamelo. is coming in uh, DeAndre Ayton and Booker. I know they have Chris Paul, but they're it's they're both it's their first time doing the playoffs. You know um, Julius Randle, who's like coming in his first time as a number one option. Uh, Trey Young, obviously. Uh, although, please correct me if I'm wrong. Atlanta didn't make the playoffs last year, right? No. Okay.
1: No, No, they didn't. Uh, Okay. Yeah. For a second, I was like, wait a second. Did they? Um, Because Vince Carter, remember his whole thing where he retired? right. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. Yes. That's the only reason I remember.
2: (laughs) That just made me sad, but in like a life is beautiful way. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I'm feeling things, everybody. (laughs) But, uh. Yeah, I'm not, uh, not sure exactly where it was. Oh, yeah, just yeah, all, all, all these kind of like new people coming into the playoffs, like how they're going to be game-planned. Like, uh, George, let me go to you. Like all, all those people that I mentioned, like who are you most excited by or if there's someone else? Um, it doesn't even have to be their first time in the playoffs, but like someone who you just want to see how they do. Like you're excited.
1: Okay, I, I do have an answer for this, but I'm – I'm kind of worried that I'm wrong about whether or not they're going to the playoffs, <laughs> but, um, De- uh, De'Aaron Fox on Sacramento Kings. I don't think
2: it's, it would be a stretch. I, I think, think they- they're in like the Raptors scenario. I'd like to see I him in the playoffs. In fifth too,
1: place in the West. Maybe they're Wait,
2: I th- I thought they were okay. here. Oh, let me just show. I thought they were in 11th. Maybe they're just
1: in fifth in their conference. Comp- you know how sometimes it tells you that and you're like you look up the Raptor stats and you're like, hey, they're only like fifth in the East through yeah. Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're Is in twelfth. Um, in the east or in the west sorry and
2: there is an outside chance of them making the play-in but they're looking like pretty similar to raptors where it's like oh damn
1: it okay because he's like one of my faves and i would really like them and they were so fun at the beginning but they probably if they're in 12th they probably won't because now halliburton's also out Mm -hmm. um so i guess i should just answer the question with somebody you actually said
2: although vieron fox is a great example of someone who i think is like just like you know like tearing teams up like fairly successfully in the regular season. And I'd love to see how, how people deal with his speed during like a, a full seven game series. Like is his speed mitigated or is he just like exploding on people?
1: Yeah. I, okay. So I'm changing my answer, but again, I'm not sure if this person's never made it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they played for the Suns their whole career, but okay. I guess Devin Booker.
2: Yeah, no, Book, Booker is, a, I mean, he scored 70 points. They made
1: that big run last year. That was um, magical. Wasn't it like Cinderella? Oh, it was
2: incredible. Do, do you think Booker will, like, uh, is, is he, well, the Phoenix guys are weird. Like, do, do you think Booker is going to be, like, fine? Or is he just going to, like, or, or is he gonna be like, oh, my God, he's cold from the field now?
1: No, I think, he, well, I'm not sure. I am only judging from last year in the playoffs, but the guy seems to, like, thrive under pressure um and then you mix it with um i almost said paul george i listen i don't even drink but for some reason i feel so hungover from last night <laughs>
2: you're at the you're at a real basketball game you're and absolutely forgiven and i haven't uh, gone you're, anywhere you're high in so on long. trying to find surge <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. Like a, where's um, walgo in the staples center for surge it's tiring
1: who Sorry. am I trying to say? <laughs> the point guard uh, for the Suns is Chris Paul, is a, Chris Chris Paul. Paul. <laughs> not Paul George. Okay, Chris Paul. Um, I think like he's gonna help enough for the winning too. So I think Devin Booker is gonna play very well in the playoffs, and I think, um, Paul,
2: <laughs> Chris Paul.
1: Chris Paul <laughs> is also just gonna keep them afloat. So I'm excited to watch the Suns. I think like it depends on the matchups.
2: hmm The West is gonna be so wild. Like one of those teams could get Golden State or the Lakers or, yeah. or or you know a Memphis team that's like healthy and hungry at the right time. Korea, I'm a very excited. Like I'm not part of the like, you know, the Chris the Chris Paul MVP thing, I think is a bit of a stretch, but i I think he said one of the most interesting years, like honestly in NBA history. Um, but uh, Alan, yeah, let's, let's go to you on the, on this last question here. Um, any of those yeah. players or, you know, like George, like, you know, Fox or anyone you like, haven't seen in like high leverage is- situation.
3: Yeah. Um, once again, indicators from last season. I think John Morant uh, kind of talked. To, I gave him his flowers earlier, but I think that's mm-hmm. going to be exciting to kind of see because like now he's there. And um, so I think he's going to like really, you know, jump to the occasion. Uh, I was going to go with Booker. I think Booker, uh, you know, he's been knocking totally. at that door for how many seasons? And uh, this is his time. This is his time. And I feel like there is tremendous amount of pressure on him and what he does with, the, with, the, with these other players. I feel like just an invitation there is enough, and it's mm-hmm. it's a, it's a successful season at that point in time. I think with Devin Booker, it's like you have to just show out now. You you you've, you've you've shown us all this amazing regular season basketball. You've been praised by analyst after analyst. You dropped mm-hmm. seventy points. Let's see what you do. And I think with the back of you know the backing of Chris Paul at point guard, I think he's going to like you know ground that team out and get them to where they need to. And like also shout out to Mon- Monty Williams because like you know winning eight games straight is a hard feat, and I can only yes. imagine doing that after not playing basketball for how. Long and now you're in a bubble so shout out to them For last year what they've done and hopefully they can continue that This year um, but I also want to say I am so happy for Andrew Wiggins to play some Friggin playoff basketball I all right. can't believe Ron I didn't Oh my Your region let's go let's do it We're Wiggins. here all right Glenn Shields We did it even though I didn't go to his school I went to the school near his school but You know <laughs> yeah, my God, my Wiggins Wiggins. A crew. Shout out to Nick shout out to Mitchell shout out to your mom dad everybody you know So good for them I am. You know what? That's a nice. Like, I think
2: Andrew Wiggins is a nice one of the nice things this uh, this season because he's like, yes, he's a first overall pick. Yes, in so many people's eyes, he whatever, whatever. But he still is good and yeah. like helping them, you know, do all sorts of things they need to do and and scoring at a good volume and hitting more threes and uh, yeah, I can't believe I didn't think of him. He is an, he is a great example of someone who. I'm, I'm super excited because, you know, it, uh, playoffs are so different where you, you're going up against the same people every night. I guess in his situation, he might only get, you know, if they don't get to a playoff series, he might have the one game. So who knows? But um, but back to Booker, because I think you both brought him up for you know, a good reason. He's like, what what new player is getting their first try and also coming in as like the second or first seed? It's yeah. like, he's going to be like, maybe the best, like, you know, have the best record in the NBA. And also it's like, here's your first playoff experience. I hope it goes well. It's like, yeah. and, and I think, you know, Chris Paul booing him is really going to help. But to your point, Alan, I think DeAndre Aiden is like, woof. At least I don't have to deal with all the pressure that Booker is going to have to deal with Yeah, because yeah, he's been in the league longer and he's gotten, Unlike someone like Moran, he's gotten a lot of flowers already. So people
3: will turn on him hard, I think, yeah. if he doesn't and, do well. And this season, I've seen a lot of like Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker banter and like, who's better? Who's better? Who who do you prefer? And mostly for me. But uh, I think <laughs> this is the season where it's like, now you can differentiate yourself. Like, you know, we had the Darren Williams and uh, Chris Paul kind of conversation. And Don't like, bring that this up. This is an opportunity. Mistakes.
2: <laughs> did you go Darren Williams? I did. And it was like, Far, for far too long. And it was like well past the point. It's, it's, it's like, like, he could turn it around for anyone who has like a bad take. Just remember, like I argued to a, whoever who would listen that Darren Williams was going to have a better career than Chris.
3: Paul. So listen, I, I went Greg Oden over Kevin Durant. So don't worry about that. Oh, that's a biggie. Fair enough. I was like, left hand, right hand, and <laughs> he's got it. And then he just didn't have it. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, uh, I think, um, I was going to say Randall just cause I think New York is, is going to be aggressive. And I feel like Randall, he's hitting all these like fadeaways and like incredible shots. It's like, you better actually even do more of that in the playoffs. Cause it's going to be harder and the New York media, who knows, maybe they'll just be happy to be there. Uh, and, and it's like the first time. So that pressure is not quite that way. And, you know, I think Trey Young's going to have I'm very interested to see how he's like game plan for, you know, if if he's hot for a series, what does that look like? If he's super cold, are people like we can't win with this guy? You know what I mean? I think Trey is going to have a lot of um, stylistic kind of like people are going to have their eyes on him, yeah, but he's not, uh, he's not your favorite.
1: No, I feel I mean, like that sounded so rough. I just mean, I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> I think he's so talented, but I wouldn't want him on my team
2: he's definitely got a lot of cilantro vibes. Like you, you, you don't meet a lot of people who are like meh about Trey. It mm-hmm. seems like, a, it seems like people are like, I don't like that guy. Or they're kind of like, he's got a certain swagger that I just love.
3: I I'm excited for, you know, like every NBA player finally has their, I'm in the league haircut and like, they're not a rookie anymore. Like remember when Blake Griffin came in, he had that like very specific lineup, but then he got like his hair and he came into his own and he got his own persona. I'm waiting for Trey Young's, like transition to having his adult in the league veteran haircut because he still has that baby hair kind of look, that very yeah. kind of slick back, kind of loose curl, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm okay, I'm ready for it. Once you do that, then I'm, then I know you're in the league. Then I know you're, you know, you're, think, you're uh, Demar Rosen with the with the braids or whatnot. You know, oh,
1: Demar's hair this year has been extra perfect.
3: May um, I suggest a nice
2: comb over might look good on Trey.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say I think it's gonna be shaved. I think that's Shave, when because eh? he's balding, right? Is he? I think that's what's going on with his hair.
2: I thought the oh. hair was a bit light up top. I'll say, but but again, I don't know. You know,
3: yeah. different so when styles. He, when he when he comes on home with the baldness and he gets like that little that little you know the the beard game going, he's going to be just oof dropping forty five points. You know, if LeBron think, got rid of that part of his brain that cared about his hairline, he'd drop an extra ten points. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: I, I think we can all hope and pray that Trey does the Drew Gooden weird patch of hair in your lower neck. Uh, if you've never seen it, please just Google Drew Gooden haircut or Drew Gooden loses a bet. Or I'm not exactly sure why he ended up rocking that hair for so long, but it is particular. It's like (laughs) something you'd do to a Sims. Um, but uh, you know, I think it's silly time. Let's uh let's do some quickish questions. Uh what's up, you two? You want to do some quickish questions?
1: Yeah, I'll stop Googling Trey Young Hair. It's doctor oh, time, baby. Please don't stop baby. Googling Trey Young hair. Uh,
2: but Maddie, I know you're back there. Please give me your most delicious quickish questions sting. Quickish questions. That's right. Color we got colors in here now. Okay. StreamYard's oh. getting bright. Um, this is Quickish Questions. Uh, everybody knows everybody loves it. I'm going to read these questions as, as clearly and concisely as possible. Uh, hopefully they'll be clear. They might not be clear. As a guest, you have to answer as quickly as humanly possible. You can't phone a friend. You can't delay. No ums, no ahs. You just got to let it fly from your brain. Um, That's that's the rules. Uh, Barely, rarely followed, but uh, those are the rules. And this is usually the time I use to grab my questions. And guess what? I didn't do it this time. So I'm searching for my questions. What could the questions questions. be? Do you have a lot today? Do you have a little? oh there's a lot today matt so i hope you're ready for it and i hope you are uh i hope you're ready to to answer as quickly as you possibly can absolutely every time all right here we are are we ready yeah we're gonna go alan george matt okay alan isn't westbrook the best
3: uh, at triple doubles yeah sure Dexter
2: <laughs> That's I, <laughs> I love when you know who's asking okay um, George mm-hmm. what can Iverson really do better than Kyrie <laughs> Dexter got a second one
1: Um, maybe be like a fun person to hang out with oh, fair enough <laughs> uh, Damn.
2: Matt yes if you have a clip of uh, uh, if you had a clip of you playing basketball become an NBA top shot moment, what would it be?
0: Um, I think it would be one of those wild like like I'm sitting on top of the Roger Center. Okay, and I whip it off and. Hit like an outdoor net nearby in Queens. Right, City. so it's it's like a dude, yeah. Like, <laughs> type <of> celebration video. <laughs> yeah. That's your top shot. Yeah, I
2: think so. That's not legal.
0: <laughs> but it's <a> top shot.
2: <laughs> uh, Alan, how will the Raptors be title contenders again, and will it happen next season?
3: Uh, Yes, we will draft both Amani Bates And Cade Cunningham And Ken Birch will average a triple-double With rebounds, points And steals
0: Whoa,
2: that's not even confidence That's just facts That's just facts (laughs) Um, George If not the Raptors Since we're technically eliminated Getting there Who are you pulling for to win the Larry O'Bie this year?
1: I want the Knicks to win Oh. Whoa, okay. I, <laughs> I like know it. that that's we it. don't like the Knicks as Raptors fans, but I like Why them not? this year. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. fun. Um
2: Maddie. Yeah. What will Maddie D see first? A Raptors championship again or the ending of Space Jam
0: <laughs> <laughs> Specifically about me, okay. Yeah, uh, this is a question about you. And for you okay. Um <laughs> Wow. That's a that's a tough one. Um I think I think it's going to be that championship. We'll wow. See, yeah. Guy won't watch Space Jam. Man. <laughs> <laughs> <Colin. gasps> Which
3: Los Angeles team will go deeper into the playoffs? Oh, my heart says the Lakers because Daddy LeBron, and my brain says the Clippers because they're pretty deep this season. But, uh, ooh, let's go, Lakers. Let's go, Lakers.
2: <laughs> George does the play internment have the possibility of turning into the dunk contests, AKA <laughs> being good once every five
1: years. I think it's, I think it's going to be almost better than uh, the championship. I, I think, think the play I, in mean, I think it's going to be so fun. Yeah, I do too. I think it's going to be like some of the best basketball. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah. Um,
2: Matt. Yeah. Uh. Okay, that's a question specifically for Alan, so I'll wait a second. Um, <laughs>
1: no, ask <asking> it of Matt.
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to. Matt. God, is hey, it too- Alan. Who's on, uh, who's on your NBA first team as of now besides Steph Curry? Oh. So who do you think Alan thinks is better than uh, Steph Curry right now?
0: Better than Steph Curry. Um, yeah, according to Alan. And we'll go to him right after. Oh my god, I don't know Uh, Can I just pick one That might be better Pick three players Three players that I think are for sure better better than Steph Curry Okay, I'm going to say LeBron James I'll say uh, (laughs) Kawhi Okay And uh, I'll do uh, uh, No, I'm not going to say that one I'll do (laughs) a, a Giannis
2: are those correct? LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi—they better than Steph.
3: Uh, I didn't say those people. I think <laughs> I would have gone with uh, Steph, uh, either Chris Paul or Westbrook, and then forwards we got uh, Giannis, uh, Jokic, and then Embiid.
2: Okay, uh, checks out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I didn't have like a, ha- a hard opinion about that. I was like, okay, fair enough. Like, um, hell no,
3: you're wrong, Alan. <laughs>
2: Alan, you're so wrong and you're so banned for what you get to me and (laughs) bump Alan, actually you know what, the the last one's going to be an all play so I'm also going to ask everyone this same question Um, Alan, would Jokic winning MVP feel right? Yeah, he's the best player in the league George, would Jokic winning the MVP this year feel right?
1: Yeah, he's great he's the best player in the league and he's also like likable
2: yeah, Matt, are you gonna are you gonna go with the crowd here? Or are you like, does it feel wrong that Jokic is winning? <laughs> Might win.
0: Uh, I really can't think of anything to say why it'd be wrong. I think he's had a fantastic season and very deserving. And why not shake it up a little bit from the yeah. uh, old Giannis train, right? Jokic friendly pod.
2: You heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> okay, last uh, question. This is uh, from our pal Anthony for the um, the play in. So, uh, let me just read the question and then we'll figure it out. <laughs> An evil genie grants you three wishes to help you prepare the Raptors for the play-in and eventual eventual playoff run. The catch is if anyone suspects your moves, the genie curses the Raptors forever. What, what low-key moves do you make to help the Raptors knowing this information? So, Alan... What do you do to, I guess, help the Raptors with these genie wishes? <laughs> um, uh, knowing that if it's like if the cover gets blown,
3: there's like a, a serious curse, like it's not a friendly genie. Yeah, um, I will do a K- Kadeem Harrelson inspired Marlon Wayans. Uh, uh, a stunt and pull a sixth man i, I will love be in, that i will become a ghost for the uh, for the toronto raptors and i will sit on top of the, the the net and i will smack away all the balls that come into our rim and any balls the raptors shoot on me i'll just throw it in the net and no one will catch me because i'm a ghost and ghosts do not have id so <laughs> honestly you heard it
2: here first you no. want to be
3: subtle become a ghost
2: yeah. um, who are you i'm a ghost Ah, I can't, I can't verify it. Can't see it. Shout out to Six Man. Great movie. I loved it. <laughs> a guy dies in an alley-oop. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's traumatic. Um, but, <laughs> George. Um... Wow. Yeah, what, what kind of like, you know, this genie's giving you these wishes. What are you going to do that no one's going to suspect to help the Raptors?
1: Okay, I do want to just clarify off the jump. I don't really understand the question. <laughs> very <laughs> sure. <laughs> I th- and, and also, secondly, my answer, is, I'm taking this question I don't understand very seriously. Okay. So I would... I would make it so that... Okay, it's going to sound like I'm doing this for the people, but I would make COVID in Ontario go away, but it wouldn't be for you guys. It would be so the Raptors could go back and play in Toronto. Whoa. (laughs) I feel like they, like... I wouldn't get caught because they'd be like, well, you know, the Ontario government, they've been so on top of things. Oh, that God. They, <laughs> they, they did this. So they, no one would think it was me who did it, you know? <laughs> That's,
2: That's a wonderful answer. And that would be so, yeah, that would be great. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Matt. Yes. We got, we got a ghost. Yeah. We got um, uh, COVID going away. Yeah. What, what what other subtle
0: uh, thing would you do to help the Raptors? Uh, well, Freddy, this one is actually for you, and I think you'd really appreciate it. Now we can't fully use a big ball of flubber, yes! but we can microdose it. So Thank if you. we take just little Bits and we inject a little bit Into all those aching tendons on their Legs and then their knees And their ankles and stuff so just in case Keep that stuff nice and you know flexible And then put a little bit On their heels get a little more Jump just microdosing though let's not get Crazy here folks and uh, The only player who gets none None is Aaron Baines So that at any time Any time someone The genie or whoever cocks their we throw Baines out there and he just plays like he does, and then it'll just, yeah, and you just, comfort, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there you go. And Baines finally serves his role, yeah, and yeah, he finally, yeah, well,
3: he was born to play,
2: yeah. Well, the- I was gonna play, but Matt. <laughs> that honestly, I don't even feel insulted. You know, I was coming in with a flubber base,
0: <laughs> and I swear to
2: God, it was the, the, the micro dosing flubber is way better. I was the, like mine was gonna be like put it in the gator. I don't know, uh, but yeah, yours is much much better. Just off the fly, I know they're doing some like I think like the like Warner Kate okay, or whatever network is doing. They're turning like a New Orleans and a. Uh, Golden State like mini two game series or something into like a uh, cartoon narrative like somehow during the game they're going to like do storylines so uh, yeah I mean maybe they could do a storyline where the Raptors uh, are just put in the play and even if they don't deserve it Uh, but I think (laughs) the genie would suspect that honestly (laughs) So, you flubber is better. Um, <laughs> you, I shouldn't
0: have even said it. Flubber is. I mean, if you've got yeah. other ideas for the flubber, you know, you, uh, they're know. endless. Well, I do, have, I do have other ideas for the Flubber, but you really massaged it. Like it was good. The
2: microdosing and, uh Okay, that's it. We made it to the end of the pod. Uh, Flubber did make it in, which is huge for me. And uh, yeah, this is really fun. Thank you so much, both you guys and um, everyone who listens and subscribes and, you know, comments, all that kind of stuff. Everything uh, is impactful. So appreciate it very, very much. Uh, let's go to you first, George. Um, oh, no. Besides living in uh, a somewhat of a post-pandemic world uh, yeah. and going to Raptors games in real life, uh, what, what's up? What are you doing? You know, where can people check you up?
1: Oh, um, so as you said before, I, I make videos for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, um, and there, I think there's going to be some new stuff coming with that. So watch out Ooh. for that. Check uh, it. I also am at Georgia Brooks on Twitter and Instagram, and I think on TikTok I'm We the Georgia, which isn't that great kind of a name. But
2: hey, but for Raptors fans, they get it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they get it. But when I just said it out loud, now I was like, wait, that doesn't rhyme like I thought. It did. <laughs>
2: Honestly, don't worry about it. Like you already wrote it down. We the I'm Georgia. Grape Alien on TikTok. Okay, w-
1: Grape Alien.
2: Yeah, it's a puppet I have, and it's an initiative I never started. <laughs>
1: right now (laughs) i mostly make raptors shit on tiktok so sweet check it
3: i will um alan what's up how you doing i'm good um you could follow me yeah you can follow me at the alan shane on twitter on instagram alan shane wish i had it for the same for those uh if you like watching people play video games oh i'm on twitch too at shoeless lewis and uh, yeah, if you want to follow me on TikTok, also shoeless Lewis. Uh, I don't wear shoes while I play the game, so that's that's the name. Makes sense to me. Um, <laughs> if you were like a guy that always wears shoes when he plays games, I'd be like, sir. It's not the content you want if you're wearing shoes while playing video games. I am just give you, your feet some air. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh,
2: but we, guys, uh, thank you. We, we've made it to the end of the pod, uh, and I think we can all go uh, and enjoy this day i don't even know what that means um but yeah let's uh let's let's get out there and love each other uh, matt if you feel like we're if you like we're, we're good to go uh please sir just give me those sweet words okay
0: okay